put companies here in New York anymore, or in Massachusetts, or in New Jersey, or in California. Those states are uninvestable. The policy here is insane. The taxes are too high. We put them in Fargo, North Dakota, because 40% of the people work elsewhere, including Boston. So I was, you know, a bit of a debate with Elizabeth Warren about this, but I say, look, Senator, we've got to move the companies out of your state because you're not investable anymore. You're punishing people if they're successful. You overtax them. You hit them with a super tax. New Jersey, what a mess. New York, uninvestable. Wait, California. why is New York uninvestable? Try and do a project in New York. Try and build but, a data. Yeah, I'm asking, Don's point, is it beyond the taxes? Oh, the regulatory environment is punitive. I had a project in upstate New York behind the grid in Niagara Falls for electricity, a global data center we were building. Eventually, it got so bad with the, the politicians in the local region and the state policy, we moved it to Norway and all the jobs. Norway has it now. Thousands of jobs coming out of that. I mean, that is, that's New York, uninvestable. Sorry, don't shoot the messenger, just telling you the way it is. Yeah, that's it, uninvestable. Some pushback from our, our elected officials in New York I on that. I was going to say Kathy Hochul. Yeah. But I'll debate it, them any time of the day you want. Uh, we would love Particular to set that the up. AOC, she's great at killing jobs. She kills jobs by the thousands. You know another New Jersey problem? Where did Amazon take their jobs? They took them away from her. She threatened to sue them if they created jobs. I mean, this is a reality. This is a reality that the There's a little more to it, but let's not relitigate well, that. Well, you know, sorry, just telling the truth. He's, he's saying what a lot of people are saying, especially what happened with that Amazon thing here in New York. As you can tell, that's uh, Kevin O'Leary talking on a with a panel on the CNN um, program, and um, he was pretty straightforward and pretty blunt, uh, just presenting some facts uh, about his own experience and his own businesses that he has tried to uh, tried to develop in the New York area. And it was really interesting just to listen to, well, except for the guy at the end um, who was in basically kind of in support of and just basically saying, well, you know, he's just talking about facts. The other, the other, the other three, I think were, um, were women who were, you know, trying to defend the governor of New York and, and, and everything. And it's like, it's like the left and these people in power just don't know how to accept and see things for the way that they really are. Okay, when he says he doesn't do business or it's impossible to do business in like a New Jersey, New York, California, Massachusetts, and some of these extremely blue states, um, because it, either their fiscal their fiscal responsibility is poor, or their uh, like financial or their uh, political and uh, uh, their their political ideologies are wrong and, and wrong for business, and they just um, they just continue to move in that direction. I for the life of me, I don't know why. I mean, at some point, you know, I mean, you you have to these states have to understand that you are. I know that they push that you know rich people don't pay any taxes and that corporations don't pay any taxes and stuff like that, but. The truth of it is, is that what ninety percent of the taxes that are paid in this country are paid by uh, the rich and, and corporations. So um, there's going to come to a, a point, a tipping point, where you don't have businesses wanting to come into these states like New York or New Jersey. And so, what are they going to do? They can't. They can't rely on business uh, tax revenues any longer. So, what are they going to do? 
they're going to tax the individual people, which... Yeah, I, I listen. I lived in New Jersey for thirty-two years, and it was it was the tax uh, burden in that state was incredible, just absolutely incredible. And it's just um, you know that's where it's going to go. They have to get their money to for their all their programs in the first place. What, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? And they're chasing away uh, businesses, and not only that, they're chasing away people. So they are they are on a downward spiral. California, you see it all the time. Businesses leaving. Um, there's a mass exodus of people leaving the state and going to other states like Florida and Texas and other more friendly, uh, tax-friendly, more business-friendly environments. And um, it's going to catch up with them sooner or later. I mean, even, even the rich um, are going to start looking at this and say, wow, um, maybe, maybe <laughs> um, you know, these leaders... Um, and all these social programs and all these things that they want to give away um, isn't the best thing in the world. You know, it isn't uh, it isn't um, something that's benefiting me per se. And that when it starts coming home and it starts really being personal to people, um, you know, these ultra rich, they you know, it doesn't it doesn't bother them like it does the person that's making a medium in, median income in this country. It doesn't bother them. They, they could care about 7% inflation, 10%, 15% inflation. It doesn't bother them. But when it, and it will, because these, these, these uh, governors and these, these uh, politicians continue to push these, these agendas, what's happening is you get more and more of the middle class leaving and the burden is going to fall on these richer people. And believe me, they're going to start getting, it'll start coming home to them. It really will. You know, and I, and like, like in California, I don't know if you read this week, but they're looking at, um, you know, I guess their, their house or whatever is looking at reparation bills. It's going to give like, what, $5 million to every black person, you know, I guess that qualifies for it, whatever those qualifications will be. And it'll be given to them as, as I, I think, if I read correctly, like a, a salary of $92,000 for the next 250 years or something like that. They can buy a house for a dollar um, and so on and so on and so on, you know. And what that is going to just come right off the taxpayers' um, back. You know, that's, that, that's their dime. And uh, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have a you're going to continue to have a mass exodus out of that out of that state or out of those territories like San Francisco, those cities that that are implementing these kinds of bad uh, policies. And um, it's just going to get worse there, and people more and more people are going to leave. And um, and it's like I said, it's going to fall on the, the the rich and the you know the Hollywood's types, and then it'll start becoming more personal. And when it becomes personal, uh, that's when you're going to have a huge war in your hands because they aren't going to pay for these programs because they know that they aren't paying for them right now. The average middle-income class person is paying for all these things, and they don't really give a shit about these little things that are going to cost you know 7%, 8% of your income. So um, good luck with that. I, I back uh, Leary 100%. Not that he cares. I don't. But I listened to this, and it just... Listen, it's just it, this kind of disease, this kind of um, cultural um, contagion, uh, is is not only spreading through our financial system, our business. It's you know, it's in our, uh, it's attacking our families. It's attacking 
uh, Christianity. It's attacking. Um, it's attacking our civilization, basically. And um, you know, when the when the when the left once continues to try to, if if the definitions don't fit what they are trying to uh, accomplish, then they'll change the definitions of things. Um, most of the time, the definitions are anything that I that. If you disagree with me, the definition is something opposite. They don't even have a definition for it. Uh, you know, an example of that was when the recent thing about the um, recession. You know, we we the Biden administration wants to <laughs> change the definition of, of what a recession is instead of you know three months of negative growth over you know uh, over you know over three months. They want to change it to something. Well, it's not really that's not really the definition of it. Uh, because they happen to be in power and they don't want to be responsible for a recession or whatever the definition of recession is. They don't want to be responsible for tearing down and destroying the very identity of our young children and our young kids and, and playing this whole gender uh, ideology this, that you can change your gender because you feel so. Um, I feel bad for parents who are who are raising children during this time because they are it seems like they're in a uh, rock and a hard space where you get your child who is coming to you and and you know, I don't even know if, per se if they're really suffering from gender dysphoria or not. I think a lot of it is just it is this social contagion that they see a friend or they see a group of friends doing this and they say, oh well, I must be gay or I must be lesbian or I must be transgender too, just to fit in, you know. But you have some people, you have some. Uh, Parents who are concerned, and they should be, um, and instead of just standing up for what you tried and truth, uh, you know, ideologies and, and just the truth of things, that your kid will get through this. Uh, more than likely, they won't uh, hurt, harm themselves. They won't commit suicide. But the left has weaponized that whole thing to saying if you don't, if you don't support them, then you're not really showing love. And if you don't, then they'll hurt themselves. They'll, you know, they'll be thinking about suicide. They'll be depressed. And is that what you want from your children? And, you know, in reality, that's not true. In reality, it's not true. It's false. It's a false idea. And that every kid and every, every young boy and every young girl has gone through puberty, has gone through the same thing for generations, for eons of time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, now here we are, you know, in the last decade or so, um, you know, we're, we're, we're the ones that are supposed to be, uh, you know, we know better than, you know, eons and centuries and centuries of people doing the same thing over and over and over again. You know, it's, it's incredible to me. And, um, and I just, I just wish these parents would, uh, would stick to their guns and say, well, you know, let's, let's talk about it. You know, let's, uh, let's, let's see what happens. Let's give your, you know, your life a chance to move forward and see what happens first before we go these drastic things of, you know, putting you on puberty blockers and then changing and deforming yourself through uh, kind of like mutilative type of uh, surgeries that you can't change back. You know, this is, these, these things are permanent and, um, it's it, it's deadly, and it's and it, I think it's going to show itself. It's going to it's going to rear its ugly head here more and more as time goes by, and more and more of these things are are taking place. And I, it's just a plight on our on our country, um, you know. But you know, hey, I've been raised all my life. I, I was raised uh, in a religious family, um, 
And these, these are the ideas and philosophies that the adversary, Lucifer, wants to put out there, that we have no worth, that we can change wh- whoever we are. There's, there's no such thing as chastity or virtue anymore. There's no such thing um, as, as service and doing good for other people. It's all about yourself. Um, take care of yourself. Nobody cares about you. Uh, the world isn't a good place to live. It's a terrible place to live. And um, he's just a miserable a miserable man, and that's all he is. And he wants other people to be miserable like him to himself. And if you read the scriptures, and I wish you would, um, you would you would come to that conclusion as well. Is that 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 is his that is his desire for us to be miserable people. And um, if you fall into that, if you fall into that ideology, those that theology. Which it is. It's a science itself. If you follow that that theology, you're just going to find yourself uh, in a place where you're never going to have happiness, um, because you can't you can't take yourself and try to make something new of yourself in that way. And and you know you're sitting there saying, "Oh, well, I'm not. I was born in the wrong body." Well, number one, God didn't make a mistake. He didn't. You weren't born into the wrong body. You were born into the body that your mother and your father created. You were born into a male or a female body. That's not God's mistake. Um, it's our it's our mistake. It's, it's it's his children who make these mistakes because we listen. We get ourselves involved in in what the world wants us to do. And uh, we don't listen to him. We listen to the world and its teachings and its ideologies and its philosophies. And we think that those things are true. And, and they aren't. They're just blatantly false. And this, Kevin, talking about, and I'll go backwards to Larry's discussion here, a quick, you know, brief discussion on his business and why he doesn't do business in the States is, is the facts. It's the truth. And we have to start understanding that that we need to return to the proper definitions of things. We need to start going back to what is true. Look at the facts. Obey the facts. Obey the truth. Do what's what we're supposed to do. You know, we we all know that married people, a husband and wife, they're 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 happier than single people. Um, the fam the family based idea is is what we should be striving for. We shouldn't be striving for singlehood or owning, a, you know, 100 pets. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with dogs and cats and whatever pet you want to get. There's nothing wrong with that. I've had pets all my life and I love them. And but they don't take their place of my children. They won't. They won't bring the joy that, that my children bring. Because to, to be honest with you, the one thing that's great about having children is you get to see them. You get to see them uh, grow and progress. You know, pets are going to be always going to be the same. Okay, and the best way I can put this is when my son, my youngest son, started playing baseball. When he was when he was just in t-ball, well, I don't think he did t-ball. When he started in the in the, in the minors, and um, and <laughs> the parents would sit there and watch the kids, and they would hit the ball, and they would just run, you know, around the bases, and they wouldn't, they they just not, did not have the comprehension of what the game was, right? So they would run, and they would run around the bases, and the ball would be out in the field, and the one kid would pick it up and throw it in the infield. Nobody would catch it, and they would. So the kid would round the whole bases and score, and you know, basically do a home run, uh, just because the ball and the kids were throwing the balls everywhere. But then you watch him progress from year to year, um, into from going from you know 
little league to the minors to to um, the major league, the majors and, and little league and things like that, and then playing and then playing travel ball and wa- and then watching him play high school, to see his progress and his skill level increase was just phenomenal. And it's just I, I you know when he when he was playing in high school, he was just he had turned out to be such a really good baseball player. Uh, and had a good head for baseball, and he was physically, uh, he had the physical attributes of a good baseball player as well, and um, and that's the way that and that's the way life is as well. Um, you know, we start out not knowing certain things, um, and we experiment, and we and we try things, and we fail, and we try more, and we trail, we we fail, we we make improvements, we fail again, and then to ultimately to what we hope we, we achieve. And there's things in our lives that we need to go through. Um, your childhood, adolescence, you know, going to college, being a young adult, becoming married, uh, having children. Nobody knows how to be a parent. You, you, you're a parent. You can read all the books you want to read and find your names and, and uh, you know, talk about, like, you know, what to expect when you have children. But you, you, you're just not a parent until you actually become a parent. And and you it's a it's a learn on the job type of a it is it's a learn on the job type of a situation, and you get better at it, and you fail, and you improve, and at the end of it, you know your kids are going to be raised. They're going to hopefully turn out to be decent kids, and they are going to look at you, and they're going to look at some of the things that you did that they didn't like, and some of the things that you did that they did like. And they're going to take the things that they didn't like and maybe not implement those in, when they're having children and try to implement the things that you did good. And then let and then they're going to make their own mistakes and their kids are going to have the same feelings that they had and that I had in my children. You know, it's just it's just life. And that's what it is. And you can't make it any easier. I mean, you, can, you really can't. Life is a difficult thing. And we are trying to make it easy and friendly and non-intrusive and, you know, um, you know, where you're not, um, uh, you're not harmed in any way by so what somebody says. It's just not life. It's just, that is not life. So, you know, here's what the left is going to try to change the def, the, defini- the definition of life, you know, that's, and that's what they're trying to do now. So, you know, anyway, it's just, um, I like to hear voices of reason, I like to hear voices of common sense because we live in a world where there's not a whole lot of common sense anymore. Oh my God, there's just not a whole lot of common sense. Anyway, I'm done talking about that. Um, there's another story that I wanted to kind of bring up to you that I thought was kind of interesting as well. Um, I'm hoping I can find it. Um, the other thing is it happened about three days ago, and I don't know if you read it. I read this on Apple News, and all of a sudden it just disappeared for some reason. Um, that Whoopi Goldberg is in hot water again because she used a derogatory uh, term when she was describing Donald Trump, which isn't anything new. But um, I get apparently she um, she said. Uh, she used a derogatory term associated with Romanian people while discussing former President Donald Trump, saying that his supporters are people who are still believe that he got, and I, I don't know if it's gipped or giped. Apparently, this is a bad uh, term for Romania. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I've never heard the term before. So anyway, she's she's apologized. But the news story that was on Apple News was that she's been um, suspended this time, this week, this time for six weeks without pay. So it's a serious business. And if you remember, this is the second time when she she was suspended uh, for her comments about the Holocaust and about the Jewish about Jewish people and things like that. So I, you know, for the small people that's for the small amount of people that watch the View anymore, uh, these old hags just they just you know what they just need to get rid of this show. Uh, they really do. It's it's an embarrassment to listen to these. Um, listen to these uh, show these hosts talk and they they just you know whatever whatever the news that the the uh, you know ABC CBS any of the newspapers CNN talk they just reiterate the same things um, they don't care if it's true or if it's false they don't care um, and they've been doing their job so long that they're never punished for what they say even if it's completely dead wrong which is 90% of the time but what they talk about is completely wrong the people that go to these shows just ought to just not go anymore because it's just what a waste of time um, what a what a complete waste of time uh, I would I would never never in a million years go watch one of these shows <clears throat> I don't care if they I guess maybe the tickets are free or whatever they cost I don't know uh, I wouldn't go listen to these people yammer and talk about stuff that they know nothing about. They're totally uneducated. Um, and it's not that you have to have a, a super-duper education to have an opinion about stuff. You can have an opinion about anything. Um, and you should have a voice to be able to do that. But at some point, you need to be responsible for what you say. Um, and uh, hopefully, uh, I, I, I don't know if that article is true or not, but um, apparently ABC has suspended her for six weeks without pay because of the derogatory term. And that's a, and you know what, <laughs> what goes around comes around, you know, uh, you, uh, you want to play this uh, woke ideology on everybody else. And, uh, and, uh, now it's coming around to bite you in the ass and yeah, you should be canceled. You should be go through the same thing that you've been doing and your hosts have been doing to other people, comedians and other people around this, around this country for years and years and years. And I have no, I have no sympathy for that at all. Have none, you know, have none at all. And so, uh, would be, you know, take the day off. You probably don't care one way or the other. Uh, you got the money to survive, so it doesn't really hurt you like it would hurt somebody who's being gone for six weeks and not be getting paid. So you don't care. You don't know what the average person goes through in your life, in their lives, when they have something, you know, when they get laid off for six weeks because of their job or because of their, not, not necessarily because, well, maybe their job performance or maybe because the company's doing badly. Um, and they lose their job for a period of time and they get laid off. They, they worry about these. You're, you're not going to worry about this stuff because you don't care. You don't care about, really care about the average person. And uh, so I'm glad, you know, if that's the truth, it should have been 12 weeks as far in fact, you should have, you should be canceled. You know, two strikes, this three strikes, you're out, pff, two strikes, you're gone. You know, if you can't control yourself and uh, your hate for Donald Trump and uh, and the voters of the of Donald Trump or that is that significant in your life um then you know what you need to get off the air because you're not relevant anymore and um well that's just it you're not relevant anymore in today's times so um enjoy your time off um uh, I hope they move to suspend you uh, indefinitely. So anyway, hey, listen, that's all I've got to say. I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy my show, please, um, please give me five stars. 
tell your friends about it and uh, tell them to listen. Tell them to uh, subscribe and give me five stars. I'm trying to build my audience here. Um, trying to get over 10, you know. <laughs> so, hey, listen, have a good week. Be careful out there. That's a dangerous place. It's a, it's a topsy-turvy a topsy-turvy world out there. Um, accept only the truth. Look at your facts. Get your facts. Listen to your common sense because that's usually the best uh, that is usually the best source of truth that you'll ever find. And uh, have a good week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>